like you, you didn't who have you talking to uh ga uh yeah it's the or third what? dungeon yeah it's the idol girl what are you doing <clears throat> okay the idol girl Chie is not the uh, the girls. Rizzo? Yeah, Chie, Chie is the martial artist. Uh, Chie is Chie is the tomboy stick. martial artist. Uh, the idol stick. girl is the idol girl. Risa? Yeah, there you go. It's, it's I'm on yeah. her dungeon. So get this. I know the names of the Persona Four characters because they were all in a fighting game together, which is of course the only way I learn mm-hmm. anything. All right, I forgot that happened. It's the only way I learn which countries are on the map is because different characters in Street Fighter come from them. <laughs> Yeah. That's where Zangief comes from. <laughs> yeah, the USSR, which is still yeah. a real country that exists. Mom, where does Zangiefs come from? You're looking good now. <laughs> I saw your freeze frame right. earlier, buddy. <laughs> okay. Robot roll call. Hello and welcome, everyone, to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends On, the show where we do something different every single week. This week, we were sent cheesy movies, the worst they could find, <laughs> and we had to sit and watch them all while our minds were monitored. Now, uh, we, were, we were here doing Mystery Science Theater 3000, one episode from each host, Mike, Joel, and Jonah. Um... And with me, I have some very special robot friends to help this episode. So we've got Cambot, Cam, the oh, originator of this God. episode. <laughs> I was just about it, to say. I, was I really would have blown it if I didn't. If I didn't make you Cambot, huh? Yeah, we would have had to restart. I I love that Cambot never says or does anything, but is always still gets shouted out in the theme song. It's in the theme song, so or it's, doing anything. <laughs> it's my PSN well, I mean, and like it's just perfect. Cambot does film it, so like that's like the in-universe explanation as to like how yeah. this footage is getting like out there, which could just be that there is a camera in there. It's the but Cambot. yeah, it is like Lackadoo. It's, it's exactly like, like Lackadoo. Every episode we do, it's comes an unnecessary. Back yeah. yeah, and when they when they show him, it's like a mirror up to him, so all the text is backwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really cute. I Smart. like that a lot. They uh, they do that once. Uh, I they do like a whole group picture for one of the episodes, and they hold up a mirror so Cambot can get in there. I'm trying to remember which one that is. They're like making like a big deal. I'm pretty sure Tom Servo is dressed in like a, a little sweater, and he's like, "Oh, I hate family photos." Like they they're doing like a whole bit about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. Uh, th- see, that's where all the charm of the show comes from for me. Anyway, uh, we've also got Tom Servo, Alex. Oh, thank God! Little all gumball right, yeah, head, I'm the best one. <laughs> Hello, that's me. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, 
Uh, Tom has always been my favorite robot design, I think. He's a gumball machine. He's an incredible uh, robot design. Yeah, he's just the, a gumball the machine. The episodes yeah. I've been watching have really highlighted that he doesn't know how to use his arm, or he can't use his arms. Like, that's canonical. Yeah, they, they said that, episodes. I think, on... Uh, I do like that they carry yeah, him around. That that's a very good yeah, touch. Yeah, it's, ador- it's, it's adorable. <laughs> that. Except yeah. for the new series where he, like, floats. Yeah, yeah now floats they have and flies around with special effects. Money. They have Netflix yeah. money, so he can Just like they give Crow legs. Speaking of which... Crow, Seb. Crow, Seb. <laughs> oh, Seb. God. Yes. You. Oh, and I'm your host, TV's Podcast Nick. Hey. And uh, I am very happy to be here Podcast. talking about Mystery Science Theater. We are going to get into it quite a bit in the second segment. But the reason, the genesis for this episode, Cam, comes from us being shown it by our dad isn't that right oh big time yeah i i can't even like the list of stuff that our dad has shown us that has like uh lasted throughout our life or at least my life like is Mm -hmm. is so long like music Mm -hmm. um speed racer which we did for this podcast yeah i was gonna bring that up for sure that's huge like especially like i mean even i feel like even batman and stuff like just comic books Mm-hmm. Our dad had so many fucking. Yeah, Iron our dad Man irreparably ruined Machine. my life by showing uh, me Batman well, at a young yeah, age. Okay. <laughs> and then reprimanded you for liking Batman. No. That's well, he's not. like, yeah, we're you're not, supposed to stop when you get this. to. F- no, all right. No. But um, um, he's introduced us to a lot of. Uh, our dad is a secret, uh, huge dork. Like, just yeah. all the stuff he's introduced mm-hmm. us to is. He's probably so listening dorky. to this episode because he saw Mystery Science Theater Uh-oh. in the title. So. <laughs> No, it's it's great. Like you know, from the Beastie Boys to um, like Speed Racer, Batman, Iron Man, War Machine. Like being a fan of Iron Man before the fucking movie, the Marvel. It was movie, like, like having Iron a superpower. Man was not cool. Like he used no. to not be cool. No. He used to be no. discount Batman. Like he was a weird guy with a drinking problem who pretended that Iron Man was his bodyguard. Bodyguard. Yeah. It, great. And War Great Machine came cover. along, and you're like, oh, this guy's cool. And now Iron Man is, like, way over War Machine. Mm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a whole... It's interesting. You really... Sometimes you do like the same stuff as your parents. Like, I see that meme all the time about, like, all the kids growing up in now are being shown, like... Um, <clears throat> Like, no, this is why you're named Sephiroth. You have to play this yeah, game, like, or otherwise like you won't Final understand. <laughs> Dad, I don't like this. It's not good. <laughs> play it. You don't understand. Yeah, What's like, funny is that kid named Sephiroth is going to grow up to stab his mom just like the actual Sephiroth did. Okay. <laughs> but how's the kid named Turok? That's, inter- that's an interpretive view of Final Fantasy rich. VII. That's at least one person is going to get mad at me for um (laughs) okay anyway um yeah it's uh our dad introduced us to this and it it was old and hokey for him and it's all even older and hokier for us so Mm -hmm. that's right well i mean part of that comes from the low budget uh, local local cable access tv of it you know like them 
like it being low budget makes it seem older and because they're using old footage from like older films archival stuff stuff that nobody cares about like uh farming in america or whatever like just stuff <laughs> like that like who would ever know about that unless like you dug up the reel to make fun mm-hmm. of it like why would that ever be remembered except for any reason except for that like um that uh what was it i think it was a simpsons thing where they make fun of the film reel where it's like uh zinc and like they're trying to show you all the uses of zinc (laughs) and it's like that they made fun of that because they remember when they were kids they had to be shown a film reel telling them about the The teacher would wheel in the vhs and you'd have to watch a 20 minute video on zinc (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's good now an actual it was an actual film projector film reel in their time but like Yeah. yeah but like for us you know we at least got to watch uh eyewitness uh the anim- the eyewitness animal tapes at oh least. god that was so good and the film <laughs> the science guy yeah as we had yeah. a, a section on on that right but at least but it's not worth like like they were trying to entertain children whereas the older stuff was very utilitarian why would we try to entertain a child you just show them what it's no, there no, no. The entertaining part is that you're seeing moving pictures. That's right. Yes, exactly. The novelty doesn't of it. matter what they're. Well, honestly, that was actually a thing um, for a long time. Uh, no, really. Yeah. Like, car- yeah, cartoons used to be, you know, everybody wanted to watch the cartoons in the movie theater because it was the novelty of it. It was. Uh, that's wow, still the drawings are moving. They're beautiful. And then slowly that kind of became kind of a kid thing. I mean, it's never been brought up on a podcast before, but the first movie of a train coming at the screen um, is like, that was huge because it was just, you're mm-hmm. watching something that's happening. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to get hit by a train. And then they all died of fright. <laughs> I think. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why movies are banned from. That's why movies are so bad now. If people have been able to handle, if audiences oh, have been able why. to handle uh, George Milio's original vision of the train coming into the station. You and know the they... guy, too? Wow, you're out of <laughs> That's not world. the guy who did it. That's oh, okay. he, the Milios did uh, did a bunch of other really early film stuff. It would be extremely funny if that was them. Yeah. But Next uh, week, we will have the guy who made a trip to the moon on the show. But... Yes. Uh, anyway, so... Um, but yeah, like it's it's remarkable the kind of like ways that that can impact your taste. Like It's one thing to be shown a, a movie or a show or an album and go... Like it, it's just if it's just what's in the house, you're going to take it in in some way. But sometimes you'll develop an oppositional relationship to it. So there's not always it's not always going to work out that like, oh, I had this around when I was a kid. So now now it's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that you can see that with uh, maybe maybe it has to do with how if you feel like you're being pressured into liking it. Yeah, you know? I think I think that's I'm interested in seeing I mean. People aren't posting their their L's of like trying to introduce my kid to Naruto. Anything. I have I have seen oh, some no. of those. Uh, those? I, I would okay. not. I, 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 I will not. I will not comment on them. It's uh, no, please. I want. This is what we're talking. We're talking about. <laughs> well, parents introducing I mean, I, their kids to media and whether it sticks or doesn't stick. I the think, ones that I have seen segment. involve mostly. Uh, kids who grew up in the 80s who are parents now showing their kids like look this is what mario was like and i'm going to start him well, off with mario 3 bad. like oh oh never mind i thought you were talking about <laughs> well, mario 3 is extremely <laughs> okay. good but uh, um, i still have my older brother well i but it, it's at my parents house um we still have my older brother's nintendo and nintendo. so when they came over when my older brothers came over 
and you know brought, brought my nieces and nephew over the summer my nieces have a switch or now they only have one switch between them but you know whatever oh, man. um I'm sorry i, I hope things go I'm better they're yeah. so poor yeah. they only have one i'm sorry switch. that your niece and no, nephew are the kid from, that, kids like, from back to the future the too um, <laughs> but so they came over and i was like let me show you your dad's nintendo wow it's so weird and they look at it they're like why is it you a box it's so weird look at those those games are so <laughs> big like so i tried to hook it up to the tv so that I could show them how how bad video games yeah. were in, and then you told them you you can't play the new Mario until you've beaten all the all the rest of them. Yeah, right. you have to, you have to play Mario. all the video games in order. I feel bad for them um, when they get to the uh, J- Japanese version of Mario too. They're never going to make it to the, any of the good ones. <laughs> what like um, Doki Doki Panic? Turns out we couldn't hook it up <laughs> to the TV because <laughs> the new TV that my parents got does not have AV out or in. Oh, no V out. Yeah. Or in, yeah. It only yeah. has HDMI and DisplayPort. I think about that every now and then when I like see you pick up an old console and you have like the RF switch. It's like, how do you explain to a kid who has never seen like a CRT TV what this thing is supposed to do? Well, mm-hmm. one I mean, I'm switches like it from R. The, the other one switches it to F. I'm barely <laughs> the youngest of us, and I destroyed a VHS player that George gave us by switching a switch. I didn't know what it did. Like I am the example <laughs> of the kid who doesn't understand <laughs> I mean, what that used to be. It's okay, Cam. When I was like four, I fed my uh, my VHS player scrambled eggs and cheese. <laughs> it was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it was. My I'm happy said, this came up. I, I would not have thought that this was going to come up on. <laughs> I think it's come up once said, before. I think I'm it was sorry. on like. <laughs> that's really it good. Your, it ate your Land Before Time video. I'm sorry. And I said it ate my Land Before Time video. I better feed it. Hmm. And then I I have a memory of watching my dad open up the VHS player because they they were expensive. He yeah. opened it up and was picking the eggs out of it and i remember watching so when you put the eggs in what what played on the tv um green eggs and ham (laughs) that's the layout yeah (laughs) all right well so seb what are some things that you uh took in from your parents um so i did not take in too much i mean on our star trek episode i i mentioned that you know my mom yeah but you didn't like become a big star trek fan because of it um but uh, my my brother posted in the chat because I was like, I don't know what I have. Um, my parents are big into genealogy, and my webcam mm. is being distracting because it's focusing somewhere else and not on it's me. It's okay. It's really the weird. listeners can't um, see that. Yeah, no, they can't see that, but I'm distracted. Um, so uh, my parents got into genealogy. So I got into genealogy um, a few years ago. Um, I'm more into the deep history than, like, it, this seems like such an old person thing, genealogy. Like, oh, where'd Literally. you come from? Where'd you go? Mm-hmm. Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? You know? Yeah. And, what do you stand um, for, Cotton Eye Joe? <laughs> what do I stand for? Um, Will you stand up for what you believe in, Cotton Eye Joe? Will you fight <laughs> or die like a dog? <laughs> Get up, stand up, sport. Cotton Eye Joe. Stand up for your rights. <laughs> Terrible. Cut um, that out, Nick. Been married a long time you got it. ago. Um, so I... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I got into this, I think, I don't know, it's just really cool knowing where you come from and being like, yeah, my family landed here in this year, and I know a lot of people yeah. can't do that. You want to be able have, to confidently you know, say that your family owns slaves. I get it. Unfortunately. Oh, fuck, wait, um, no! I, I did not. No, there, there's it's actually real. literally Percy's documentation on my dad's that. side from Kentucky. It was supposed to be an yeah, easy Yeah, no, there's, there's documentation. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't want to believe it. I was like, no, they were they they didn't have like yeah, a farm. Yeah, I'm or sure they were the, they the good slave them. owners though. So don't worry. One of the good ones. One of the good mm, white people. I, there's no way to know. There's no way to know. Um, but anyway, so I got into that, and that's such an old person thing. I I should have I think brought it up on the crossword. Maybe uh, thing, yeah. Honestly, um, but another thing, um, inherited interests is um, even though I didn't grow up with my older brothers, they're like old enough, like older than me. Um, and mostly lived with their mom, um, when they were young enough to have lived with me, um, that, uh, I didn't really overlap with them in that kind of way. Um, but just because they like certain things, I have in the past been like, I want to like that too. So I haven't inherited a lot of Gen X interests. Um, I went on a binge. I, I watched all of Buffy the Vampire Slayer because... My older brother, uh, one of my older brothers, like that, and so does my my um, sister-in-law. And um, I am into Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, that was my oldest brother's favorite band in the world. Um, just like all kinds of sort of things like that. Um, I just kind of inherited, just by like, oh yeah, Gen X, the the people who came before me. I should be invested in that because a lot of Gen X. Um, influenced how if we wanted to get some representation, we could get uh, Greg on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no, <laughs> I think soul. he's an elder millennial. Uh, maybe millennial. he's elder millennial. He's a how level three he? millennial, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that get, grants him an armor class mm, bonus. I think so. I think he can. Because my store my second can. oldest brother is like they would call him like a zealot. No, not a zealot. Your an family construction is so is so strange to me, Seb. As <laughs> uh, you know, because Cam and, and uh, Caitlin and I are relatively close together. It just seems to me like having a being like, oh yeah, I have a brother, but he's like twenty years older than yeah, me. That seems so. <laughs> It's, it's, not it's so much. foreign to me. It's not weird. It's um, just unrelatable. That's yeah, it's, I, yeah, I have a hard time conceptualizing it. Yeah. It's, um, my oldest brother is 16 years older than me, and my second oldest brother um, is 13 years older than me. Oh, my God. Um, and honestly, though, I don't feel the difference that much. So I can relate more to people who are in their 40s than a lot of other people um, our age, which is, I guess weird well yeah that's what we're like, talking about though like i yeah. i wanted to bring up um the music music thing that i brought up earlier it, it's really mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> like guardians of the galaxy like mm. fucking star lord has a, a mixtape that his mom gave him oh you and it's know just what? like when you're a kid you're just like i don't know or at least me like i'm not buying cds so my parents yeah. gave me a cd of music and that's that's music like, yeah, I'm not looking for other music. music that exists. <laughs> so I, I listen to, like, inherit... OPP and, like, Snoop Dogg and, like, all this really, <laughs> like, uh, uh, like, oh, what's the word? Clean rap. Like, <laughs> just hip-hop, but, like, very, very clean hip-hop. Respectable. <laughs> and then, like, the, yeah, respectable hip-hop and then, Censor. like, alt-rock. Like, <laughs> and that yeah, has formed um... my entire music taste to today. Like, it's still the same. Yeah, you wouldn't think it by looking at my mom or hearing anything I say about my mom, but she used to be, or still is, I guess, a big prog rock person. Oh, that's um, so funny. Yeah. Um, so I have inherited some I don't of think that. Of, She's... I don't think of prog rock and the church as being connected in any way. No. <laughs> um, but, you know, like... 
Although he really hmm. likes King Crimson, so oh, I have. That's that so funny! <laughs> oh my god, that's like Jethro the funniest Tull, one to pick. That kind of thing. Yeah, King King Crimson, Jethro Tull. I like Jethro Tull. Um, she really likes Emerson, Lake and Palmer. I haven't gotten into them really. Um, though her favorite, favorite, favorite band of all time is Moody Blues. Um, but yeah, I <laughs> I inherited a lot of music to uh, taste from her. I think um, not like she also likes. Um, like operatic stuff not really operatic stuff she likes to sing hymns in church um who doesn't yeah that's not really but she she's like so into christmas music she loves christmas so much i love christmas does she I have like, like a niche genre or is she just into the classics because i know um, um friend of the show christmas? sarah's family is very into michael buble and that's like their no, thing no she she likes classics and you season. know she'll listen to a remix now and then but I think she's more like, you know, more classic versions of songs, um, hymns and stuff like that, or Psalms, you know, like fifties, sixties, <laughs> yeah, um, chants, chants, um, chants, but yeah, <laughs> no, just hymns, just kidding, um, yeah. carols, carols, like Christmas carols. carols. Well, what about? Um, I gotta ask about video games because our dad like. My parents don't care about video games. No video games at all. Our no, dad my, bought us my old Game Boy and Game Actually, Boy. Yeah, yeah, the old Game yeah. Boy was definitely a thing. And uh, my my parents or not my my dad's too old to have gotten into video games as a kid. By but by the time video games and arcades were really a thing, he was already an adult. Um, my mom apparently used to hang out at an arcade in Westerly that um, a guy who worked on my floor, his family owned, so he knew her, like, oh, since word? she was a kid, which is, re- yeah, really weird. Oh, that's um, cool. So she, you know, she was at, would hang out at arcades, I guess, um, when she was a teenager, and, you know, pack, pack fever and stuff like that were around. But she was really, I think she only really ever liked um, Tetris a lot. And, you know, once in a while I'll be like, oh, yeah, we went to the arcade. Oh, what'd you play? Oh, I played this and this. You know, and she's like, oh, yeah, oh, I, I played remember that Joust one. In, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm like I played like, asteroids. Oh, I, I, hey, me I too. really, I, I really like. Hey, Joust is pretty good. <laughs> she's not into them. Like she, she used to once in a while like sit down on the couch and watch me or my brother play a video game. Like, she especially um, liked to watch my brother play Portal for a while. Ooh, um, but she, can. my parents do not play video games. They were very adversarial growing up towards video games. Like they would buy video games for us, but if we spent like one minute longer than they wanted us to on video games or we showed too much interest in video games they were like get off the GameCube. that's why nick and take i thing away. are the way that we are like we were very <laughs> enabled as kids especially through video games yeah. and comic books like, i mean just... i was we were privileged like they would get us the the things but they did not like it when we liked the things too much yeah i could tell when our dad was buying us something because he was interested in it we watched a lot of movies that way, but I don't think I appreciated a single live-action movie until I was, like, 14. No, I don't care about those things. Mm. <laughs> um, they're not the yeah, exactly. I'd rather watch yeah, well, uh, I, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> I would far and away rather see a drawing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there was a cool drawing, then maybe I would watch your movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, growing up, I pretty much, like, I would watch Harry Potter, then everything else had to be animated. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we right. watched a lot of... Uh, are, we, are you moving on? We can move on. I was going to. I was going to. No, go ahead. I'm ready. All right. Let's take a, let's take ourselves into the second segment because we've got commercial sign. We'll be right it's back. It's commercial sign. With, commercial <laughs> sign. We, we'll be right back with uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 in the second oh, segment. Oh, oh. Beep home. 
Here's the greatest, the neatest, the latest thing. 5,000-piece fighting men and monsters said, some pieces not included. Astonish and baffle your friends and foes while you pulverize Japan. Here's what you get. 500 Japanese light infantry body parts may not be missing. 36 helpless officials, 20 tanks, 15 recoilless rifles not in the set. 24 bazooka gun runners, 18 ambulance chasers, 12 jet fighters sick not included. 16 helicopter parts, 200 shooting crouchers, 19 fighting clowns, 8 deserters, 6 Kisalayan, 24 Mohawk Indians, and much, 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 much more. Act now and receive at half the extra value of the mystifying monster action pack. Flame on with camera, torso sold separately. He spits real fire and causes real pain. Solid rubber bear gun comes complete with optional ram tongue action. Not responsible for nerve damage. And amuse your friends with Topol, Neep Song, and Bart the Batlin, Belgian, and Dive. Some parts may not exist. Act now, act often, and snap on the entire Tokyo metropolitan area, complete with buildings, bridges, and the breakaway Monty, Nuko Dam, smaller than shown. Trample the ad on hapless citizen playset, then abhor the action with the fabulous anti-war protest pack. Senator Wellstone not included. But that's not all. Relive your favorite Japanese movie carnage with the lights, Gamera, action series. There's the gimp, the goon, the shame-filled brother, the hapless Keisha, and the pull-apart voodoo Kenny. Pose in the nude with the frisky kitten review, then watch the action from high atop Tokyo Tower as the twisted world you create explodes in rivers of blood and endless pain. Order today. Offer limited. Not available in Utah or Puerto Rico. Price is subject to win. Please wear rubber underwear and some parts baby made of chicken. Neck now. Buy bonds. A dog. Mommy. 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 Okay, okay breathe, boy. Breathe. Oh, All right, that was a good one. Let's not mommy. do that again. Mommy. Here's something we think you'll really like. Mommy. <laughs> That's okay. Only people with uh, who are spending a lot of time in a place they don't want to be in play JRPGs, and I understand that. That's now. right. Yep. That's why I'm what, playing what one that's... for fun right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Hmm. All right. Wait, I'm crunching. Stop Welcome crunching. back, everyone. To please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. Sure, we do something different every week, and here we are talking about Mystery Science Theater 3000. Now, Cam, can you tell us what you love so much about this robot puppet show? I mean, it's it's like an hour explanation of why I like this show, but Let's get into it. <laughs> it's going to seep into the whole rest of the episode. I know. I'm going to try to not interrupt too much, but it it really is just a comfort show for me. Like I just never don't enjoy it. But, so if we haven't explained, this is a show where um, 
comedians make fun of old movies mm-hmm. during the movie. Like they, it's a watch along basically, where they with, make with jokes com- with funny commentary where they're oh. making jokes. Funny commentary. A more but modern it's like, example would be riff tracks. If anybody, because it's wow, all those people. I, I can't imagine knowing riff tracks and not knowing this, but yeah, it's the same people. But uh, if you do, then yes, that's it. But um, it's but it's also like in universe them watching the movie like there's they're, some they're playing involved. characters yeah. <laughs> they're playing characters there's like a story in like six levels of quotes and like mm-hmm. they're watching the movie and joking about it with you it's 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 a friend simulator which we're not going to look into why i like enjoy that and uh, <laughs> why that connects to me <laughs> did you get into this while you were in college yes i uh I, I found, um, like, this is something that my dad, uh, our dad, would talk about, uh, like, uh, a lot at, like, but only, it was only in the late 2000s, early 2010s when Mystery Science Theater started getting DVDs, like, through Shout Factory, like, some whatever rights problem oh, yeah. they had started to get worked out. So they would release them in batches of whatever the original film they were riffing on. When those rights got released, then they could, you know, release the Mystery Science Theater episode yeah. onto a legal DVD you could buy about it. Yeah, I bet there and are episodes that are still just locked in limbo. Like, just I un- actually un- think un- the purposeful. last two happened, like, oh, two really? years ago. I know a lot like, of the like, camera stuff was stuck for a little bit. But Yeah. I was actually confused about that because I was always under the impression that the movies they were watching were already you know well it's different domain. to have broadcast rights to a movie than it is smart. to have distribution rights to a oh. movie that you're selling a physical copy of so the rights ah, can be okay. sold in two different ways and then once you add streaming into it it gets so confusing because no none of the contracts were ever written with that in mind so you get people just claiming whatever they want mm-hmm. like the streaming rights to i accuse my parents for example <laughs> like those were never those were not even fathomed nobody knew what that would even mean at the time and, and also you have to like being able to sell it is one thing, but then you have to pay the corpse of like the guy who is in the movie. Like you have to pay the. <laughs> you have to go shove some money up whatever. a mummy's asshole. Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is Deposited a very weird at their shrine. media to sell. Like it, so it's it's people making watching movie watching movies that were made already and then making jokes over cheesy them, movies. But cheesy movies. and uh, yeah, yeah, and the. Yes, you heard the theme song on the way in, so I now so. hopefully you so you know the entire premise of the show, which is great. One of the best theme songs ever written. Perhaps the best it part of the show. Tells you the whole premise. It's Ta-da. obscenely catchy. They change it out if this if the premise changes in any way, they they uh slip little line changes into the theme song. Yeah, it's normally when um the host changes. Yes. But they But there it. were some in the mic in the later yeah. mic seasons they added so there was some other stuff like the villains changed, like Pearl replaced Dr. Forrester. Uh-huh. By the way, both of whom are great. I really love uh, the actor actresses the for both later. of them. Yeah. They're um, but uh well, let me let me finish my short yes. very short explanation of why I like this. It's so it's friend simulator definitely. Like it, mm. I love watching movies with people. That's something that um Jensen, friends of the show might know, a former roommate, would make fun of me for is inviting a bunch of people over and then putting on a movie and being quiet during the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did why did you just do this yourself? But but <clears throat> a certain type it's of movie is... It's like going is, to the movie theater, except in your house. But you shouldn't be talking in the money. movie theater. In the house, you can just talk during it, and then it's fun. Like, I... That is... Yeah. Oh, well, you were saying that 
he was making fun of you for every right, yeah. quiet during the movie. If it was a good enough movie, we would just be silent through the whole thing. And yeah. It's like, why did you invite people over to do this? There's obviously different movies for different occasions, but... Um, I think no matter the movie, I'm still trying to riff. I don't know. Oh, you're riffing? I'm still, you're riffing I'm, during... I'm uh, still riffing. Like, we put Schindler's List on, I'm riffing. I was just about to say, like, a Holocaust drama, you're riffing yeah. during it. My you name do, should have been on the list. I really enjoyed, uh, I really the enjoyed the, you know, that bit during one of the, um, during the Santa Claus episode we watched. It's like, it's a thoughtful meditation on the on the uh, awful tragedy of the Crimean War. And then they said, what, really? And it's like, no, it's a Mexican children's movie. Now <laughs> yeah. get in there and watch it. Yeah. Uh, so I always thought this was something that I prefer to watch alone. Like, I almost said to you guys, like, just watch it by yourself late at night. Don't pull your phone out. Just, like, stare. At th- you know, it's one of those things that's, like, you're already watching. Someone is already you're, it's like doubling up already. Like you're yeah. watching mm-hmm. someone watch a movie. Yes. You don't need to also if be. If they're on your watching phone. it for me, usually. Then why do I have to watch? Usually, it? when we do the show, <laughs> don't pull your phone out during it is a given. But I'm glad you said well, that. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know. Like, that actually, Cam has said a couple of times, you can pull your phone out during my episode. <laughs> yes, I think I have. <laughs> but this this show, I think, is hampered by pulling out your phone because then you're only hearing the riffs and then you're not because they're always making jokes about something that is on screen they never stop making jokes is -hmm. an observation i have unfortunately i did be on my phone quite a lot (laughs) yeah it makes it worse i think to be on your phone but i always thought this was a solitary experience because it's weird to watch watch someone watch a movie with someone else yeah yeah i've done this uh, emily and i emily and i've done this together a bunch of times and we i find it to be a a nice like experience that way yeah so then the other last night alex and i were watching the santa versus the devil and it was a blast it was was so fun to watch it with Mm. him to discuss like okay so what's the what's going on (laughs) at that point it gets gets very meta too i think santa has a sky castle he has to fly over the moon to get to earth (laughs) they do so much i think we're not talking about that yet yeah i I, but i do think watching it with someone else it is a little weird because you are um you are talking to your friend who is in the same room as you while someone else is talking to their friends about a movie it, it it gets a little heady, too, I think. Sometimes it for works, our yo- but... <clears throat> for our younger audience, it's like watching a stream of Jerma watching a movie, and but you're talking with your friend over it. It's, mm. it's metaverse. That'll, get, like, the, that'll get the Zoomer crowd. Yeah. That'll, they'll understand that, I'm sure. <laughs> but but really, like it, it, it was still fun, but it I think it's more of a solitary experience. Like yeah. Alex and I watching this would be like, well, wait, what the fuck is that? And then Mike would say, wait, what the fuck is that? And then you're like, that's fun on its yeah. own. Yeah. Like, that's fun to be like, oh, we're thinking the same thing. This is so weird. But also, you know, I think it's really good as a alone meditative, like, not meditative, but like. Yeah, you were sitting there doing uh, yoga comfy. poses while you were watching. <laughs> it's a really comfy thing to watch for me. It's It's just comforting and I like it. And it's like, oh, my funny friends are with me in a room and we're watching I love our them. movie those friends yeah i like i like these guys Kim's but robot friends last thing i'll say is um i used to not like the host segments as much really? as the movie yeah really yeah i like them and now, now that's my favorite part like i yeah. watch i recommended you guys just watch like 20 minutes of each movie a couple movies because i like the beginning and the host segments <clears throat> that's my favorite part now is the commercial breaks the stupid sketches 
and then like the movie's like extra like oh the movie's fun but i want to like i'm almost skipping to the host segments yeah Mm -hmm. so maybe we'll explain what those are more later i don't want to talk too much so um seb what'd you think of mystery science theater 3000 um i like mst3k um are you a misty now Mm. I wouldn't say that, but I'm up for MST3K anytime. Like, Mystery Science Theater 3000 is just a mouthful, so I'm just MST3K. Um, so, I was first introduced to this in college by um, a friend in my freshman year who was actually quite a bit older than pretty much any everyone else in the <clears> dorm. <throat> He'd um, been in the Navy for a few years, got out, then went to school. So, he was like 25 um, when I was 18. So, I think he had actually caught this you know on reruns on tv as a kid and then got more into it as he got older so it was on like comedy central at some point yeah so i think uh he was pretty into it and we would watch you know a few episodes occasionally so it's always kind of been like a oh yeah that exists for me and then sometimes if somebody else was playing it or if somebody made a reference i'd be like ah yeah mr 3k um one of my favorite webcomic artists, um, Katie Tiedrich, um, who does Awkward Zombie. Oh, yeah. Uh, She's great. Her cats, yeah, her cats are named um, Crow and Tom Servo, oh. um, <laughs> which is very cute. That's good. Um, so, it, you know, it, I've always just kind of appreciated it. Um, never really been a person who, who, like, it was never my go-to for background noise or anything. Um, I don't think I would, like, watch this religiously um like a oh yeah like i'm not such a bad movie fan that i would actually really be watching the movies it would be more of a background noise though this would probably be a better background noise than hoarders has been for me recently like i've mentioned a few times on the show (laughs) i've been putting on hoarders for for background noise uh and it's not a good show um not to go too much on a tangent but it's like these people need mental help. That's not that's how I feel about horrors. Like, it's show. too depressing. Yeah. Like I don't want to watch. Yeah, these it, people it really is. Help. But I'm like, oh, they clean the house. Love clean the house. <laughs> like just, I just like organization, and I wish there was a better show for organization that wasn't Mary Kondo, who goes into a house that's actually quite nice and not super disorganized, and just teaches them how to organize a little. She bit goes better. in. And she's like, how often do you use your fridge? Get rid of it. Yeah, Every she's day. like, do you well, need the if fridge? It stops, <laughs> it all if, it, if it stops giving you joy, then you let it go yeah. from your life. Mailbox, yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like that spam mail, <laughs> get rid of it. Give I, you joy. The mailbox, no mailbox gives me no joy. Yeah, Take you me, can get rid, of it. get rid of all your mail. Door? Um, you love having a door? <laughs> you love having... Honestly, door yeah. brings me joy. I could go either way. <laughs> I, I'm out. I think I'm not... <laughs> I could go now we're going all the way back into invention exchanges. <laughs> now, I'm so annoyed about opening doors. So I thought, here's my new way of entering rooms. True. I'm like, like, just hole. <laughs> hole. Um, anyway, so to get off that tangent, um, uh, yeah, this would probably be better background noise for me. Um, I So this time around, I really did try to pay more attention to the riffs. I used to... It used to bore me a bit. Um, the movies they pick normally still bore me. Um, I mean, that's the point. They're bad movies, and they're there to make them fun to watch. Yeah, that's the point. Because you're watching yeah. them with friends. Um, so I did be on my phone a lot because I didn't have enough visual stimulus for a lot of these, especially because of the quality of 
these films is oh, so god. The YouTube bad. I mean, not only <laughs> yeah, not only is shit. it a movie, or it's it's a show from the early '90s, like broadcasting an old print of an old movie, and so the quality is just bad. It's generations of of corruption there. Um, Whereas if it was something now, they might be able to, you know, scan the print and make it look a little bit better. Um, Alex and I were joking about, um, we all watched uh, Santa, is it called, just called Santa Claus? It's just called yeah. Santa yeah, Claus. It, Santa it Santa is Claus. a Mexican children's movie it's that on, we will get it in into. English? It is um, fucking, like, uh, atrocious, it's like, visually. <laughs> like, it's so, it's so yeah. hard yeah, there's, to there's look There's a weird machine. It's impossible to see yeah, what's you going can't, on. You can't see the out. faces of people. Like, it's like Disco Elysium, yeah. uh, like, emotion portraits. Like, they're just <laughs> a body with no face. <laughs> yeah. Because the, it, the it color is so, so washed bad. out. Yeah, that one was fun, at it's least, crazy. because the fucking devil guy. Uh, um, uh, I yeah, wanted, really good movie. His name is Pitt. Pitch? Pitch. pitch. He's, I, he said yeah, bitch um, like a couple not times. Not bitch. He did say bitch. <laughs> not, I he wanted to call bitch. him Puck because that's the stereotype he was playing. But, um, yeah, his name's Pitch. Um, yeah, bitch. Yeah, but, yeah bitch. Uh, yeah. Bitch. Yeah. Uh, God, fuck, where was I? Um, well, what do you think oh, about? Yeah, like, so the... I needed no, visual stimulus. Yeah. Um, I needed visual stimulus, so I was on my phone a lot. But I was listening to them riffing. And I think that's just you, it was my favorite part. And it, I was kind of um, caught off guard by how much they didn't choose to make topical references for the time period. Well. They're, yeah, they, really, like, they would I, make yeah. the opposite. I, I don't. There's like one in five references. Yeah, I, I was about to say understand. one in five as a weird dated joke, but oh, I, wow. I pretend to like. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, just maybe I just understood I a lot of the references know, like, more. Or a commercial that I never saw. See, this is why you guys should invest in having Emily in your home so you can understand all the references <laughs> yeah. from before yeah, What does she charge an hour? See, I grew up with my mom, yeah. who's basically Alex says, what Emily, but... Sit, Wait, no, that sounds bad. Wait, on hold on. No, 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 I'm fixing it. To, to sit on the couch and understand things for the 50s. All right. That's what we're, we're yeah. asking for. Um, okay. Look, that's a valuable skill. None of us have it. <laughs> I was not propositioning. No, I, no I, I understood more of the references than I didn't. Like, I, oh, wow. Like, I, don't, I didn't feel like they were that bad. I expected... I think I expected like half the references to be things that I wasn't going to understand because they were about things that were like right then, right at that time. But there were a lot of references that seem very relevant still now. Um, like they would make political jokes and the politics now are still the same as they were back then, wow. except they're maybe deep. more extreme. Very deep. Um, yeah, one, and, you know, one just fun like thing that. that I think is really uh, impressive about this show is how um, like they're not... They're not making like racist jokes and like transphobic yeah. jokes or anything. Like um, they're, un- they're doing though, a lot of actually. Though unfortunately, one of the robots was named um, Gypsy. They have yeah. I don't now think that's it, out of any ill will though. It's no, not at just, the time. No, no, no. Um, like there is a gypsy moth. You know? Yeah, no, it, it's just unfortunate. So I think um, in the most recent season, um, they've renamed her as GPC. Yeah. And um, I'm gonna try to use that throughout the show. Yeah, um, all the times we're talking about GPC, slurs. all the important things that she mm. says and does. I have a bit on her. I actually, I actually think that she's really great. I love I, her, I mean, but yeah. she's barely in any of the episodes. Um, yeah. I was actually reading some lore. Apparently, um, the lore is 
she maintains all the main functions of the ship, so she doesn't have a lot of um, computing power left to do any riffing or anything. That makes sense. Um, yeah, that's the in-universe. Well, you lore. should repeat. To yourself. Okay, so I, I was thinking about this. You really, I, I was talking about this. Really, just relax. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about this with Emily before, off mic, but um, they have that mantra in the theme song, and people even joke about the MST3K mantra. Just repeat to yourself, it's just a show. I should really just relax. But they love to have little science fiction-y explainers for why things are the way they are. I think it's cute. And yeah, so to, like, to go like, neat. oh, they they don't have pause or rewind I or anything for the movies because those parts were used to make Tom Servo and Crow. But right. Uh, also, at, at the end of the Santa Claus episode we watched, it snows in space. And they're like, oh, look, yeah. it's snowing in space. <laughs> so, what a great, wow. yeah, hey, and, then, yeah. and then Mike is like, or is it a Joel? No, it's a Mike one. He's like, oh, I'm going to put on my snowsuit and we're going to, or spacesuit, and we're going to go outside and like play in the snow. <laughs> like, he mm-hmm. makes sure to say that he's going to put on a spacesuit to go out there, but mm-hmm. they don't say why it's snowing outside like they're concerned with very specific things it's it's really fun yeah i like i'm not like super like oh but how does this work on the ship how did he use those parts to make those robots like i just think it's you know cute that they had lore for that for gpc yeah Um, i think they were just covering their ass they're saying don't worry about it but we'll explain what we want to explain yeah it's just a cute little thing yeah um so um, for these movies, Santa Claus, mm-hmm. fucking bizarre. Oh Absolutely yeah, bizarre. Santa Claus, <laughs> he's a space alien. He lives in his like yep. spaceship castle. homeworld castle. castle in space. They call it a castle. Uh, it's insane. It's a space right. castle. He has to fly over the moon. Get Santa to should Earth, have a castle more often. Presence. He has it in the original Rudolph. Does the the yeah, but it's Rudolph. on Earth. It's in the North Pole. It's not okay. It's yeah, located it's... on terrestrial <laughs> Earth. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm a Rudolph expert. Um, so he, weird oh, and his, his reindeer are like these weird, um, robot There's things? only four of them, too. They're toys. I yeah. Think. Um, and they make a weird laughing noise when he turns were, them on. They were very they actually, disturbing. <laughs> psycho. Yeah, they were really disturbing. Think, yeah, all the, of the hosts are like, what is this? <laughs> they were scary. <laughs> um, at the end of each, uh, MST3K episode, it will, you know, um, you know, it'll have an end card of, you know, like a company, like, or thanks or something that made the show, um, after the credits and they'll have a clip of the movie that I guess they really thought was funny. And it was that fucking deer. And it was like, and it was, I like, I can't do the the noise it made. It was just so bizarre. Um, he's got like this weird machine that looks out into the earth with a little eyeball that comes out, but it's also got a mouth. On the inside, oh, the, the sex oh it's mouth. so weird. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, they even made a joke about that. Uh, and then, so Satan doesn't like Santa. Um, I think maybe because they get their names mixed up all the time, he doesn't want to be oh, mistaken nice, for Santa nice. anymore. No, I'm a little bit of headcanon. Um, That's good. Yeah. Um, and so he sends this demon pitch to go ruin Santa's day by making all the children of the world evil. And evil is the kids throw rocks at cars. And steal dolls. Or stealing dolls. <laughs> or he, yeah, he, yeah, tells a, a poor girl to steal a doll. Man, um, I love... I, this is one of my favorite episodes, this I think. Was I'm so happy that it just fun. happened it to happen around Christmas time, Al- because Alex it's one of my favorites. Alex made a remark about how the, even the, the show was like, we don't even need to make jokes. Like The joke would just be like, 
Joel saying yeah, it was or Mike saying pretty quiet. Huh. <laughs> just yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, huh. it's funny Weird. enough yeah. as a movie like a on its own. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, like uh, all of us as non professional riff riffing over movies guys, we could you know, we were doing enough there. <laughs> the fact that yeah. there's a seventeen minute uh, opening scene of every country on earth singing a different <laughs> song. True. Almost half them, the movie, I swear. It was so Some long. of them are a little bit racist. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I think they got it um, mostly out of the way. With the Africa being first, yeah. I, I think love that the, was the most it, racist. But one. they were all like, like, "Ooh a, boy!" Yeah, and then they're like, "We'll never see I think they're supposed to be elves, but they might well, be no, like they're his intentioned children. servants. Yeah, Pedro yeah, is his right hand man. That, who... Yeah, they're like the, <laughs> the children of the world on his his space castle. One of them is supposed to be Japanese. This child, he's, we... he's, he sounds like he's speaking Japanese. He does not know one word of Japanese. He has the Poor worst kid. Japanese accent in the world. These kids look so he's, miserable. He's probably like they some Chinese it. kid, and they're like, no, we want a Japanese kid. You have to speak Japanese. I, he's... God, it's so weird. We can't spend the um, whole episode talking about Santa versus the I, devil. I know but it was, it's so good. It's a really, yeah, it really, it's, good, it really um, could be the whole episode just us talking about it's that on one. That is, it's, yes, I thought a lot of mystery yeah. science theaters episodes are on YouTube if you know what to type in. It's very, very easy to find them. Yeah, they're out. It's, yeah. it's um, uh, some the, of the. Sorry. After the show got canceled, the uh, one of the many times it got canceled. The uh, mantra was keep circulating the tapes, which is like record tape yeah. the the episodes off TV and share them with your friends, and then they'll share them with their friends, and that's how they're we're still fans of Mystery Science Theater I mean, three thousand we when we were born. Yeah, exactly, like, it pretty really much. It worked. Like it, it does work. Yeah, but um, so to to move on slightly, like, what do you think of the different hosts and the 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 robots and like? I think I'm a Joel person. And- you're I a Joel I, guy. I like Joel. I'm a Joel person. Yeah. Joel's got a very kind of kind of sleepy, relaxed mood about him. That's very, <laughs> yeah, he, it's very nice. He's super he's calming. chill. Um, I like Mike too. Like I don't dislike anybody. Um, but I think I'm a Joel person, not because he's the OG or whatever, or the, or the writer or the creator, but he's he does have that relaxed vibe, where you're kind of he's not trying his hardest to entertain you. He's just like chill dude you're watching a movie with and he'll make a funny comment once in a while um whereas the the complete apathy of these hosts is really what drew me in like yeah joel is the most asleep at the wheel but he's like the creator of the show and then mike is like doesn't mike's a little more involved also joel (laughs) joel loves props which is why the invention exchange yeah. happened oh. in the first place and why there are so many puppets on this show, which is why I love it to, to <laughs> yeah. skip a little bit into my impressions. I, I love all the stupid puppets on this show so much. I love the puppets. I love the, um, the sets, the set. Um, I think, uh, the hallway is a miniature and it like has all the doors close and open. Like whenever you go through that hallway to like their little uh, cabin area or to the theater and um, I always just thought that was so neat. And um, to jump ahead into the um, revival <laughs> series, modern one, um, I am so glad because they could have easily just done CG. I am so glad everything uh, is practical effects. They yeah, know, I think the, the really people who were involved the know that they would want it to be yes. like. Yeah, I mean, practical. Joel came back to do this, yeah. but I also think could have easily really, been like, no, we're not paying for that. It's really um, tethered to or chained to like. The fans, if they did anything wrong, would 
eat them alive. Like this show. Oh yeah. Be, I I know. Yeah, the expectations MS- are probably insane. I barely know MSG. 3k fans but i know they're particular like just the switch from joel to mike was a little sketchy like i've heard there's mm-hmm. a little controversy on that and they're like basically yeah. the same guy like there's so little to change about the show and then like people talk about season you know crow early crow and then like late crow when crow's voice actor changed crow. his personality changed to match the new comedian that was playing him where he gets way more wacky it's like it's basically comparing two different versions of daffy duck Okay. It's I'm I'm serious. Like it's it's like the the kind of bouncing off the wall. I haven't walls. watched enough to, to know late versus early crow. Um, yeah, so I, I, I can I definitely even... tell in the new series where like everybody's different. Yeah. Um. So mm. that, which which I don't. I'm not sure that I super like their new voices. I know it's just you can't get the old guys back. I don't know if they're still alive or if they're just the weird didn't thing want to is they anymore. are alive like, but, and they are still doing it. <laughs> but, but also, these are also yeah, I think you yeah. need you need new blood for this kind of fresh thing. blood. Yeah, yeah, no, they, that's fine. I just like they they just have a different vibe to them. And I'm the same it way. The voices do just kind of throw me off. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. not like Jonah doesn't uh, bother me because that's like a new guy. But yeah, he's no, got so much more energy than the last different. one the last guys he feels a little bit more yeah written like more scripted mm-hmm. not badly so but he, he feels a little bit more like somebody wrote this for him to say mm-hmm. which is the whole show like they write the jokes and then say them on camera right um while watching the movie um but uh, i think the the one that's the most different is gpc who now has a woman as a voice actress <laughs> has a um, real voice <laughs> has a real voice whereas it was men doing like oh you know, just just like a falsetto, the entire time. And good I bit. That I don't know if it's a. It I don't know if it's a like ten year good bit, but it's a good it. bit. <laughs> Nick, should I watch I, I this video goofy. you posted like right it. now? Uh, yes, it's the best host segment they ever did. Yeah, I should watch it right now while we're <laughs> okay. recording. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't really like her new voice actress. I don't think she's a good fit because I view GPC as goofy. Um, I view them all as goofy. Yeah. To be honest, but uh, I'll get over it honestly because it's not an inherently good or a bad thing it's just a personal preference um i do like the new mads uh felicia yeah. day oh we gotta talk about the geek, mads we gotta ner- talk about like the mads. nerdy so, darling so like, yeah everybody in the nerd space loves felicia when, day, so she was an obvious that's thing. funny because i had like such a i had a negative reaction when felicia day was first announced because i'm like me too oh yeah no no but, yeah like that's the- like i like her in this but every like when she was first announced I was like, oh, yeah, of course, Felicia Day. Right. She's, yes. you know, yeah. And Patton Oswalt. I was like, oh, okay, all right, you picked uh, people we'd like. Uh, yeah, oh, you picked, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, you wanted this to get funded? You wanted it to like, make money? Okay. Huh? Oh, you God. wanted us to like your show? <laughs> but now, honestly, Felicia Day is my favorite part of the new series. Like, I, I don't know She's why. actually very King good. Of, King of so Forrester. Good. She's just excellent. Yeah. She's so good in it. Um. Patton Oswalt's just a good actor but i mm-hmm. you know like he, he i don't know i think felicia i think that, that it's really fun having him so good. the original joke of having tv's frank on there as i understood it was that tv's frank is not actually like a famous guy 
so you mm-hmm. wouldn't yeah. have really know him from TV. So having him be T, so having a guy come on and say I'm TV's Frank, like you would recognize me from TV, and you would go, I don't fucking recognize. I don't know you. who like, that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> but then when the reboot happens and it's like, oh, here's TV's son of TV's Frank, and he's Patton Oswalt, somebody yeah. that everybody like knows. Everybody and has seen. actually does yeah. know. Famous TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I love this show, and I didn't get that joke until Nick explained it to me like two days ago. Like, <laughs> I never. I was like, "Oh, TV's Frank. I don't get it. Whatever." Which is the whole show to me. Like, he's from TV. Don't mention an actor that I just don't know, and I'm, I'm like, "Oh, whatever." Hmm. Um. Yeah. No. Okay. So. Did you I see like Pearl? The host. Seb? I did not watch that one. I watched um, Santa Claus. Oh, you didn't see I Pearl? watched. No, oh, I, I like watched. Um, Pearl's pretty good. She's, her, oh, she or I her clone is in uh, is in Mac and Me. Oh yeah, uh, as okay. part of the uh, as part of the the ad for the fake uh, right. smartening the smartening drug that they make. Oh, I, yeah, I took yeah, yeah, the smartening yeah, yeah, yeah. drug and now I know that I shouldn't have taken it because I'm yeah. too smart. Yeah. <laughs> too smart. <laughs> yeah, no fault to you, Seth. There's there's more Mads than there are hosts, so like just slightly, but it's you know like um, the counterpart to Joel. Tom Servo and Crow are are the mad the scientists who, shot them into space. who shoot them into space to and yeah. force them to watch these movies, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a good like push and pull between the, the two. Um, yeah, they're sites. fun. Uh, so yeah, I watched I Accused My Parents, which that one was fun because it's like a a moralistic fifties or sixties film. Yeah. And it's this kid who gets into a bunch of trouble because his parents are fighting and got divorced and were drunks. His mom and... is major alcoholic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, so is his dad, but his dad is a little bit more of the classy charmer Fucking type alcoholic. Yeah, alcoholic. And the mom is a sloppy alcoholic. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so happy we got to do this one because I don't think I've ever... I've never sat down and watched this one in full and I just heard it was good. And when I was like, oh, we got to pick a Joel episode, I'm like, all right, well, we got to do I Accuse My Parents because I haven't seen that one. And I heard it was like amazing. Yeah, the kid. um, So he gets into the trouble, into trouble. He ends up in court and he accuses his parents of like, it's their fault that I I like this ran drug money and like uh, killed a guy or whatever. Wow. Um, So he and it was like the the judge was like. Yeah, it's not your fault that that stuff happened. You know, it is your parents' fault. That's okay. And then he reads out, like, a whole thing that I'm like, okay, here's the Hayes Code at work. (laughs) And that was just kind of fun that they had to go and, like, state the message, which I can remember them doing in a lot of shows, even up through when we were kids, like the dub for Sailor Moon or um, Magic School Bus. So it, I don't know, it's just kind of novel to me to see it happening as far back as that in this kind of a movie where, you know, it's about the kid and, you know, he goes to a nightclub, he gets, you know, uh, mixed up with drugs and shit like that. Um, it, it was just fun. It was, it was fun. Everybody in the movie was stupid. Um, <laughs> and... I think it, it really, the whole experience is like, oh, it's fun to watch bad movies with your friends, even if your yeah, friends exactly. aren't real. Like, they're just fake robots in a, a space <laughs> station that doesn't exist. Damn. Yeah. Um, I think I also liked in this episode, they had um, a skit where they were all drawing uh, their ideal family. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all had, um, so what was it? Uh, 
Tom Servo had his dad was a giant version of him who was like destroying a city and had a mustache and you know was shooting lasers out of that. that was a great like yeah this is what my dad would be like yeah that was that was crow and he was like oh well why does your dad have a mustache and then crow's like oh i don't don't know i don't know and then then mike is like okay upper lip uh joel joel is psychoanalyzing psychoanalyzing all of them it's like he's, yeah, he's um, uh, insecure about his lack of upper lip hair. Oral <laughs> fixation. Oral fixation. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. So then um, Tom Servo had like a dad and two moms and. Yeah, um, he has three parents. The, oh. Yeah, the, the, two, the two moms were holding hands or something like that. And uh, so they go through the psychoanalysis on that. And Joel's or yeah, Joel's like, OK, so why this? I don't know. Um, and then yeah um, the whole joke is they have this insane scenario like wild craziness and then joel will set uh zero in on like one specific detail and then Mm -hmm. they'll be like oh i don't know why is that yeah and then gpc i I, this one was cute like she drew a family portrait of everyone on the ship (laughs) it's herself it my heart and tom servo and crow and joel and cambot and then I forget who it was, but it was like in the sky was like an actor watching them o- watching over <laughs> yeah. them all. Um, and uh, Joel was like, why this? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and it was just I, I really loved that skit. It was really good. Um, both heartwarming and f- freaking hilarious at the same time. Um, so, yeah, I think I accused my parents was my favorite one. Oh, so I'm so far. happy to hear that. Um I really did. Did like you enjoy Santa the truck Claus. farming short beforehand? Oh, oh God, interminable! Truck farming start was great. Um, it like so it's about um, you know how things were done in like the forties, fifties. Every time with, they're crop um, dusting, the hosts are just like yeah. coughing. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was you know mass commercial agriculture and how that was done. It was just an informational video in in that hokey style of the fifties, and um, they would just crack jokes about um, slave wage for farmers and you know how they were all immigrant farmers. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's still the same way. Wow. Um, <laughs> that that just this. yeah yeah I can't believe we haven't fixed it. It's so sad that there's no solution. Um, but so that was fun. The last one was Mac and Me, which was a Jonah episode in the new series. And um, from it's the gauntlet. from the gauntlet, which I think was their like sample series that they kickstarted before they really got picked up. by. No, Netflix, no, it's the other way around. That was their second, second season. season. Gauntlet was their second season oh, of, of the okay. revival. But this was a this was a like, I believe the the way the gauntlet was made was at the behest of Netflix, where they were like, we're we want to put the episodes out all at once, right? So yeah, do six, do six of them in universe. Do six of them in your in universe. You're going to do six in a row. Yeah, it's a marathon. Uh, yeah. Great okay. idea. Okay, okay. So it's basically they just wanted a reason why you could binge watch it all. At once. Yes, exactly. Okay. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so it, it was an ET ripoff about um this kid who finds a baby alien whose fam family was stranded on Earth. Um, and he's got to get the baby alien back to the family um, and heal them with the magic of Coca-Cola. 
The entire thing is a Coca-Cola ad. <laughs> Everyone's drinking Coca-Cola McDonald's. products. There's McDonald's yeah. in there. Yeah, there's McDonald's. A McDonald's. There's a weird giant dance party in the McDonald's. But I, this was one of the ones where I I be on my phone. Yeah. Can I can I hit Mac and me? Do you wanna? Would you mind finishing up your impression, Seb? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna real quick. Yeah, because um, I watched this one as well. Oh, the whole please. movie. So. Yeah. Uh, so so real quick. <laughs> Full back and me. Yeah, I wasn't even attention. on my phone. Yeah, I I hadn't been paying attention uh, to, you know, like the visuals because I was like, ah, E.T. rip off. These things are so ugly. I don't know if I can look at them any longer. I looked (laughs) up and they were in the McDonald's, like having this weird fucking dance party. And I was like, is this real? Is this a skit? What what is happening right now? I I couldn't wrap my head. I thought I was having a seizure or something. It was really strange. Um, The whole movie was strange. And then at the very end of the movie, um... These alien creatures who I didn't think had a full level of sentience, like they're not really implied to have a human level of sentience. They're actually they're, much smarter than us. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. like, I, like they seemed more like cavemen type things <laughs> to me. Um, they reminded me of the, uh, but, the odd world creatures. Oh, yeah, yeah um, a little bit, yeah. Uh, so the end shot is they're riding in the back of the car. They've been like, granted citizenship uh, in the u.s and like of earth and so they're all dressed in fancy clothes they own a car and these things (laughs) that can't talk and have the same facial expression at all times of like being mildly shocked are just riding down the highway it's it's one of the best endings ever it's the american god Mm -hmm. it's so strange and they they're like we'll be back and then i look up like mac and me too never happened no, it's, it's very funny. presumptuous. It's, it's very funny. Um, That's the okay. great thing about yeah. the new series. They can do movies that they can like afford. Yeah, they exactly. Do... Like, Well, the thing is, that was too recent at the time that yeah, the original absolutely. series aired. They yeah, don't have like to do farming uh, educational video. <laughs> they can do... Mac but they movies. still can if they wanted to. They do a yeah. Pacific Rim uh, fucking Yeah, Atlantic Rim. Oh, it's called Atlantic, Atlantic Rim. Rim. <laughs> yeah. With the same font. And really good. It was... Just it's one of those things, up. yeah. It's like one of those movies where, um, you know the the rip off animated movies that they just rip off every Pixar movie that comes out and they sell them in the convenience store or something to confuse your grandma so they'll buy it for you. It's yeah. like one of those things. Yep. Um, anyway, I'll I'll throw it over to you, Alex. I Thank really you. enjoy MST3K in general. Um, I'll watch it whenever. Oh, nice! Um, yeah. I'm happy with that. That's just—it's yeah. just my. It's just fun. It's, it's just good my brainless noise. media. Like if I'm want to shut my brain off and not have to think about a movie, these guys will think about it for me. Like I just <laughs> look at yeah. look at the funny robots. Yeah, That's you don't all. even have to make the jokes. They'll make them. I know. I don't. I don't Except even have to don't think like about like, hey, that legs. guy's That's shirt weird. is weird. Like Tom Servo will say, hey, that guy's shirt is weird, and they're like, oh, yeah. hey. I love it Classic when we're thinking Tom the same Servo. thing. Like, 30 years apart, we're thinking the same thing. Yeah, it's weird how the jokes transcend time mm-hmm. in a weird way. Like, Seb mentioned the commercials. Um, like, just, there was a bounty reference. or hefty. No, no, it was hefty. Hefty. The, the, uh, Yeah, hefty. they said hefty, the hefty, Santa hefty. And I'm like, show. wait, that was in 1993? They've had that motto for that long. Oh, like, yeah, oh, absolutely. It it's through time. Like, yeah. that's still a funny uh, the advertising Commercial will jingles us, will be the sure. echoes through time oh, that aliens hear from us. <laughs> dear, dear that's actually what they put on the golden disc on the uh, Voyager <laughs> oh, satellites man. is um, commercial jingles. They put the yeah, whole Maytag commercial? Ads. Yeah. 
Um, hello. Anyway, I enjoyed, I enjoyed yeah, watching Alex, this. How did you like Mystery well. Science Theater 3000? What did you think of that funny um, I, on, I, I have to admit, I came into this pretty skeptical because this is like the, it's the most played out concept on earth is people make fun of movies. But like, I, th- I definitely first. get that these guys are like one of the first people to do they it. Were the yeah, they absolutely. were the trailblazers. They were the first people to get launched into space and watch bad movies. R- right. Yeah. <laughs> now everyone's doing it. This right. really happened. Everyone has a podcast. Everyone has. This a happened YouTube, to my buddy Mike. Yeah, everyone puts out a commentary track where they riff on the movie. Um, it's it is a thing that is just ubiquitous now. Um, you know, bad movie YouTube, bad movie podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, even just reaction YouTube. Yeah. Or reaction. And I I definitely brought a little bit of that skepticism into this, and I am happy to say that I think that they. Even as like one of the first people to do this, they still have a pretty fresh spin on it. Like I think it's I I all of it was the presentation, having the weird dumb sketches and stuff. All of this stupid shit that they add on that seems so unnecessary ends right. up being really important but, to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, something we, I didn't mention earlier was in those skits. Yeah, it's so unnecessary. Like you, but they you have could thought just more do about the, the riffing, but I love the puppets oh, yeah, so too much. Yeah, it like relates four to the or five movie. Times. <laughs> yeah, I think it was six or seven in one of the oh things I read. Appreciating it's the movie by doing so this funny. skit. But uh, yep. we name dropped we name dropped riff tracks earlier, and like that is I think that is the like shitty derivative of this because like they do, they are just doing the movie part, and yeah. Unless they do do skits and that. I don't really... I think uh, occasionally, other... but mostly it's just host segments and they release an audio track for you to play along with the movie. Right. That's more that what I'm thinking neat, of when I, when I think of, like, people making fun of a movie as, like, a commentary track. Yeah, they're not building sets. They're not making puppets. They're not uh, right. telling jokes about a drunk also, drawer like that you Like, the story, like, there's yeah, the scientist segment <laughs> where they talk about the guys who sent them to space. Like, there's, there's so a... much more to it. As much as they like to say, you know, they like to joke about don't take this seriously. You can tell that they have a fiction that they like in their in the creators of this show's mind. They have all of these ideas figured out. They really care about it. And that mm-hmm. definitely comes through in the presentation. And I really like uh, of the early series. I really like the scrappiness of it. The you know, like we said earlier, the like made for TV low budget jank is really fun and charming especially you know because all of the movies are also of a different era but also dumb low budget jank that you don't care about yeah um i was really i i liked a lot of the original series stuff i think that some of i the older hosts i i think that they're a little bit more uh, more frequent groaners to me as in the joke department um some funny ones some decent decent bits but more often than not i'm like oh yeah okay i expected them to make that joke here i i do want to bring up uh real quick the it's funny that they intentionally put in bad jokes that the other hosts will say like oh that sucks like oh, <laughs> yeah of course you're gonna say or, that um, I, th- I think yeah, that happens the, the if you're doing like singing and then the host will be like ah oh, come on guys yeah like that, or, or i oh I, I really like the ones where they all did the same joke at the same time or, or, <laughs> yeah. Started was, singing a song or something. There was one in an older episode that I remember, like, that they are like, all right, get it out of your system. Like, it's like a post-apocalypsis thing. And they're like, oh, man, feels like everyone wants to be Mad Max. And then uh, Crow says, can't we just get beyond Thunderdome? And, like, oh, everyone's nice. like, ah, oh, ah. Oh, like yeah. And then I think later on in that same movie, he repeats it with no context. Uh, <laughs> I listened to one today that was uh, Crow, like, said something, and then, 
um, like, like, huh, huh? And Mike was like, oh, yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Like, it was good. <laughs> yeah. that, that is like watching a movie with your friends. Like, yeah. they're like asking you to tell you. That's like recording this you. podcast. Yes, it's like One of us will life. make a joke and Cam and gets a lot of this living like, with me. I, I, I do it almost daily. The, the yeah. huge, big swing joke that absolutely makes no sense. Just, no, it doesn't land at all. And then, then asking for approval is like yeah. another level of it. <laughs> but I, I think it's the older like series I think the older series is a little bit more of a miss to me. Maybe I just didn't like I only watched I didn't finish You're a movie old the enough. older series and I found a couple funny ones like I think Cam you put it on but we watched a, a weird Bigfoot movie where the like teacher <laughs> yeah. that like a teacher and his students go to try and hunt down Bigfoot. <laughs> I know the one you're talking about but I can't remember the name of it. it I don't remember was what it was called. Was it a new one? I don't think it was. No, it was an old one. I think. Uh, who cares? It doesn't matter. But anyway, uh, one of the guys doesn't wear a shirt for most of the movie, and that's a, yep. that's a really good bet. <laughs> yeah, one of the kids, like one of the students yeah. doesn't wear a shirt. <laughs> um, but definitely some memorable moments. I, I was really struck by, and like the, I really, really enjoyed watching the new series. I think that that is uh, where it's at for me. I like... Despite having the cultural no... references come in more oh, yeah. for our era, and it, I'm, it I'm, is so I'm... crazy to hear Jonah reference like Naruto and be like, or like I'm, talk about the GameCube or whatever. I was yeah. gonna circle I'll... back to that, but I might as well say that now. I I'm a little bit mixed on the very modern references. I think it is it is refreshing to have them make a reference that I understand, especially watching some of the older stuff. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm also like, ooh, you're making a left shark joke? What's going on here, boys? Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't yeah. want to hear Jonas talk about NFTs and like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he mentioned NFTs, I think, at one point. Really? In one of the ones that I watched. Oh, I was doing no, a little he bit. couldn't. Or maybe have maybe I'm reading too many things about NFTs and watching a, the show. We well, were riffing yeah, about I, it at I the beginning of the show, yeah. yeah. That's possible. Um, but. But what yeah, I, I, say? I know what you're when it comes back. Future, when it comes I, back in a year or two, in the next season, that. he does it. I, <laughs> I, I saw it already. Um, despite having like no nostalgia for this, I was really taken by just how loving their recreation of the opening is, and all the new jokes that they put into it, and mm-hmm. the like. Them just having budget is so nice. Like it's having seen the old series and having seen the new series, like almost back to back. It's like it is night and day how much like they kept the scrappiness. They didn't. They didn't try too hard, or they didn't do too much, too many digital effects, but they also had the money to make all of the cool sets look really good and uh, do fun, some fun, flashy stuff in the intro. Uh, I don't know. It was just, it was very nice. I um, I love Jonah as a host too. I think he's yeah, he's good. I I think he's good. I like. I don't know if it's a thing that he does as a host or if they weave it in on in some of the other hosts, but I he kept doing on the Macademy one. He kept doing like. Um, like filmy jokes, like he'll talk about like a oh the weird panning shot or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like they do kind of like some inside baseball-y movie stuff that I kind of liked. Um, yeah, because I, I listen that, um, to a lot of podcasters comes, who do TV and movies. But I think that comes more from uh, Jonah and the the new guys being more nerds in that way. Yeah. Whereas the old crew were nerds that knew everyone's name. Yeah. Like the kind of being able to be like, oh, remember a guy? Remember this guy? Like they had a really, they had an obscure joke about in the Santa Claus episode. They talk, they have a joke about 
Bertolucci, who is the director of The Last Emperor. Like when the China, when the when the Chinese kids come up during the Children of the World segment, they're like, they brought Bertolucci in to direct this, and I'm like, what a what an obscure fucking joke. Like I only yeah. know that joke because I had took a world cinema course in college where we talked about The Last Emperor, and you can a tell movie they that nobody has discussed in that. 50 years. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Guys are more like take that kids. course because now you understand one joke from one episode <laughs> of the Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I liked a lot of the more filmic references and like having that as a touch point, just like you can tell they like are, you know, film people or they know they know movies in that way, which is interesting and different, I think, from the original guys. Um, mm. I watched the full Mac and Me because it was a movie I had wanted to actually watch for a while. <laughs> um, and this is a great experience. You really wanted to see that wheelchair off the cliff, huh? It's yes. so funny. Paul Rudd, you know, I mean, he shows it, but it doesn't. you got to watch the whole thing. I, um, I'm a huge E.T. fan. And, like, having even heard, like, one second of what this movie was about as an <laughs> insane E.T. You didn't knockoff. know about the McDonald's movie? Can, <laughs> can I make a confession? Yes. Uh-oh. I've never seen E.T. All right, we're doing it for the That's, show. Neither. Oh have I. shit, are we? I haven't seen. Yeah. Wait, is that the Spielberg we're doing? We couldn't. Mm-hmm. We couldn't like pick an. I guess we've already done. We a did Spielberg. a Spielberg. We're, we did we the already best did one. an Alien sp- Spielberg. We've done two actually. We we did Ready Player One. And no, we no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, the best one. <laughs> no. <laughs> He, Close he Encounters s- and Ready Player One, and that's a pretty good spread, I think. He signed off on that movie. He was not there. He was, he was not there. there. Of course it, he was, Cam. No, 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 no. <laughs> I refuse Cam- to believe he was there. <laughs> I wish I could uh, pull the name of the character from that movie. <laughs> I, John, I assume it's John. Ethan. It was something it's really fucking Ethan. Ethan. I'm just guessing. <laughs> I don't care. I, I don't remember. I read check, a portion of that book for that episode, I do not. Yeah. Good episode. Fuck fun one. Fuck that movie. All right, so can I do my impressions? Well, hold on. I I liked I liked Mac and Me a lot. It was a great excuse to actually watch that movie. Um, I like Mac and Cheese a lot. Honestly, think Mac and Me is a funny good movie. I I McDonald's. I do. I like McDonald's. I like that they brought them back to life by drinking Coca Cola. Um, (laughs) What a movie! They have two, maybe three separate wheelchair set pieces. The main character is in a wheelchair, if yes. we haven't explained this. Yeah. If we haven't explained Mac and me enough, it's E.T. But the... They suck him up with a vacuum. It's a whole family of little fucked up puppet dudes. <laughs> oh, they look so dumb and their goofy little faces. They become U.S. <laughs> citizens. I was like, even outside of the, the genuinely pretty funny bits that these guys were doing, I was just having a fucking ball watching this bananas batshit movie. Well, that's the fun of watching these and like yeah. the big thing of like the new series they have the money to watch movies that you actually kind of want to watch like i want to watch yeah. atlantic rim to see yeah, the, i mean they don't have the... that much more money now than they did i mean maybe after the netflix deal they had more money but um like you know they were they were a cheap show but they weren't that cheap you still had to pay for the rights to the movie yeah. it was more like an affect like a style like they never they never went for something too crazy because they were a bunch of guys who had were on cable access the originally. Charm, the charm is in the lack of budget. Like they Well yeah, like, I think it's I think it's interesting to like go come to this revival and have them watching like bad weird eighties movies as opposed to bad weird like sixties movies or yeah. whatever. I don't if you're, know. If you're Black lucky, and white training videos. If you're lucky you're getting the sixties movie. Like you're watching right. like, a twenties movie. I, I think it, yeah, it's it's 
an interesting juxtaposition, I think. Now that they have been doing this for like 30 years, they're able to um, look back on some films that would have been like new when they started doing this. Um, I like that. And I liked this uh, experience. I was shocked. Uh, it was more skeptical than I probably let on <laughs> after this whole thing. But yeah, it was I good thought you'd and I seen it, it before. No, never. Huh. Yeah, no, I was I was happy you liked it because you were coming in very, um, very anti people making jokes about movies but it really yeah, that's is... my domain buddy i'm the living room Alex king of making I know, fun of movies. that's that's the thing about this show is it's just Alex didn't want anyone muscling in on his territory 30 years beforehand it's somehow comedians you, like this show is puts too much effort into something that they didn't need to put this much effort into yeah. you know what uh jet just reminded me of by knocking over my mic and making a big spike in my audio what's that we did not clap ah oh, should we do we'll it now it. Uh, Let's we could, do it but we don't. End. Yeah, we'll do it at the end. Yeah, we'll definitely remember. Well, now we will. We're close to the end anyway. So, <clears throat> uh, Nick, I'm, I'm really happy that you enjoyed it, Alex. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, I I'm gonna have like the same opinion as Cam since we had the same environment, like growing up watching this. Uh, but yeah, if you're brothers and you grew up at the same time, uh, you have the same brain. Pretty much. Um, but like, uh. Cam and I, like, when Cam was like, oh, yeah, I want an episode from each of the uh, eras. And I'm like, okay, I got you covered for uh, for Jonah. For, for, uh, I got you covered for Joel and Mike. Specifically, Joel, I accuse my parents. And Mike, it wasn't even a question, especially because we're in the Christmas season. It's yeah. got to be Santa yeah. Claus. Like, Absolutely. Santa Claus, Great the show. one God. that people... I mean, we, we could have done two hours on just that episode. I'm just yes, Santa Claus. We, we could have just done one episode of this. But yes. We're not. But, like, also <laughs> getting to see Joel and getting to see Jonah and um, something that you commented on, uh, Alex, that I definitely agree with is I feel like the show could use a little... I wonder if it's a note or if it's them being nervous with the new, with not being as established. But they are, like, absolutely no time to breathe rapid fire in the new ones. I felt that way even in the old ones. I didn't really touch really, on it. Really, I didn't but feel like, that way. I didn't I, feel that way watching oh, wow. the older ones. But to an, yeah, to an extent, I think. Felt, but that Santa just, episode, they're they're just like watching the movie. Yeah, like, I think I might have just started with some different ones, but I it was a real like shock for me because I'm more used to the like kind of pace of a commentary where they're like mm. they're they'll let it play out watching and then the movie. Yeah. yeah, they're not like these guys aren't really. That, you know they've seen the movie already five times and they they have all of their bits prepared and they're just firing them off, which is a different tone, but it was something I had to adjust to. But anyway, yeah, I think ahead. these movies aren't like this. This show isn't like a movie commentary. Like I right. watch movie commentaries. That's like my favorite thing in the world. Like I love watching those. And like, um, when they're watching a movie that they really really like, like they're just silent and and then someone will make the joke like. Oh fuck! We're doing a commentary. Like we're supposed to be talking during this, but we're just <laughs> enjoying the movie. Like, right? But with a bad movie, like you're just like, this sucks. Like <laughs> we have to talk during this because there's dead air of someone walking to a temple or something. It, it, they did say that those were the worst ones. Uh, I was reading you know, like interviews, and they talked about how the worst movies to riff were the ones with tons of dead air. <laughs> that they had to try, try and like fill the silence on like nothing is happening on screen nothing funny is going on it's like you have to do your entire five minute stand up set about walking across sand in this movie about going through the desert <laughs> well I think it, it's such an easy joke but they do it a lot when this just when the scene is like 
10 minutes of nothing. They really have to, they have to just put so much on it. And it, it is funny, but then they like circle back and they're like, this is still going on. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, but uh, like that, man, that Santa Claus one, there's another really, really good Santa Claus one that I could have suggested, but I, I like this one personally more. Uh, there's uh, called Santa Claus conquers the Martians. And that is its own insane Christmas mystery science theater thing. But um, I Accuse My Parents was a new watch for me. It's it's something that I'd wanted to watch for a while, but I just hadn't seen it because we didn't have the DVD as a kid. And I never sought it out until right now when Cam reminded me that it was something that I could do. So uh, when he's like, oh, we need a Joel episode, I'm like, I Accuse My Parents. And here we are watching it and we get to watch this kid sit in court and go, I accuse my parents yeah, for me really being good. a shit kid. <laughs> it, it pays off so well. Like, yeah. well. What's this movie I accuse my parents about? And the kid's immediately in court and says, I accuse my parents of all the stuff I did. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> there, there it is. And uh, how he's planning on on shooting the guy behind the counter for a hamburger sandwich. Like, it, it's, uh, it's really... It's a it's a wild premise, and I think that it, it's still a bad movie. It's def it's, it's it's worthy of riffing. I would not exactly be riveted by this guy being a bad shoe store clerk, uh, <laughs> but um, man, I love the prop making and prop building aspect of mystery science theater so much done with miniatures and props and paints and all kinds of different stuff just like aluminum foil and vacuum tubes and taping together whatever you can do tape together um the it's opening so obvious tom server yeah. was made from like one trip to the hardware store like yeah. a, a gumball <laughs> machine a plastic barrel uh the bottom of a vacuum and some like uh and some tubes like crow like, is a little more there's a little more mystery cl- to crow is a lacrosse stick with yep. a beak okay, on it all right <laughs> yeah um in in one of the episodes uh, Tom Servo gets painted in nude color. Yes. Oh, I was just about oh, to bring yeah. that up. Yeah. I'm like, what did you do to your prop? What have you done to Tom Servo? Do you have more of him? Tom Servo. They show so you. Concerned. They nude show you him makeup. half cleaned off later, which is so funny oh. as well. It's so fucked up to see Tom Servo in all beige. Like it's so gross. He's like, He's like I am a real now. boy, and then they ask he. They keep asking him about things like if he can do things, and it's not. He's the answer is no every time. It's like I, oh, I being a real boy isn't changing this at all. I love those host segments. If I haven't yeah. said enough, so I fun. um I posted it in the chat. Uh, but one of my favorite host segments of all time is uh, one from the Mystery Science Theater uh, episode, season two, episode eleven, first spaceship to Venus, and in it, Tom Servo builds his own robot, which looks like a silver tall combination of him and crow oh no he's like he's like i made it the smartest robot that's ever been created so ask it any question and joel pulls out a notepad and asks it this really complicated factorial math question (laughs) and just starts spitting out foam (laughs) and and that's how (laughs) that's how that's how it answers your question (laughs) and then the the scene just fills with foam it's just like soap soapy foam and that joke stuck with me forever like i don't think i have ever left more like a piece of prop comedy than i did with that but like stuff like that is happening during every host segment and like the amount of creativity it takes like to not only be like okay we're going to come up with 200 jokes for this 90 minute movie not only are we going to do 200 jokes but we're going to do three miniature skits in the middle of that 
where we're going to have to build nine props to get through those. Yeah, if we, I mean, we, we complete, there's no way to explain this show fully, but when they're watching the movie, there are commercial breaks, but also there are breaks where they get up and walk out of the movie, and then yeah. you, they do a little sketch, and then they there's a commercial, and then they walk back in to the theater to watch the movie. So that And you see the little moon that says Mystery Science Theater oh, 3000, God, and it goes, do be do 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 it's it's lovely like it it really is like watching a mystery movie science theater moon simulator. 13 the moon yep we're you know you're getting up to get a snack we're pausing the movie get up mm-hmm. do a little do a little joke with your friends mm-hmm. come back in sit down yeah. you have to watch 45 minutes more of this movie I like that. Uh, I I love the the like flashing lights that are movie sign or commercial sign. Oh God! Yeah. And then movie, in the in the re- sign is so funny because they have to leave the the lobby because I think they're turning off the oxygen or something like it. Yeah, the, I'm sure they said something like that in the original. The like war they, is explained, but yes. who cares? Uh, it's just a show. You should really just relax. You should but really um. Just relax. Uh, but in the reboot, they added theme song sign where the one light would start flashing, and then the lore is that Jonah has to do the theme song he every, time. every he time. Has to, he has that's to do it live. So they really can't just good. place it. So that's why he gets sucked up into the tube during every reboot episode, which is a fun wrinkle to add to that. I wonder if they're going to keep it when the show comes back, um, which I should mention. So for the reboot, the reboot got funded on Kickstarter when it first came back and it was Joel uh yeah it was uh Joel Hodgson uh saying like I yes I am going to be a part of this but I'm not going to be the host anymore my time has passed uh I I will help out or like oversee it but it's going to be like a lot of new comedians we're going to do with new mystery science theater and it made a ton of money it made more money than you would ever expect it to make too much money and because of that like when, like when something, uh, you know, like when something too big starts swimming, all of a sudden sharks start coming up. Netflix like saw that and was like, "Okay, we'll give you even more money, but you're gonna do it for us." And that, after the second season of the Netflix stuff, uh, Joel and the other people behind Mystery Science Theater were like, "We like this, but we don't necessarily like the creative environment at Netflix and had them having control over whether or not we get to make more of this." So. Would you, the fans, be willing to give us enough money so that we could do this independently? And the answer was a resounding yes. That was at the that was at the beginning of 2021. Is that it, real? It was like They're doing it without yes, Netflix yes. Now? Here, I'll I'll link it. Uh, Where are they going to host it then? Uh, well, uh, they are doing it on a website called the Gizmoplex, which is planned on being oh, like a boy, its oh own Lord. like uh, mystery science theater way to watch these episodes i imagine it will also be like through youtube and stuff but like they're making it on their own for online for whatever uh i'm gonna pull it up because their website is able to handle traffic i know right so here i'll send i'll put it posting the link in chat right now they talk about building the gizmoplex (laughs) and on uh they had a bunch of fundraising stuff they're naming it like this is like another the universe is spilling into the real world yeah. So on some of the um on some of the uh like live streams where they were talking where they were doing fundraisers for this, uh they talked about like, oh yeah, it's not just going to be we're not just going to do the exact thing we did for Netflix, but we've talked to everyone from the Netflix run and they are all willing to come back. So nice. so, you know, Jonah, the new Tom, the new Crow, uh 
Patton Oswalt, Felicia Day, they're all coming back. Plus, someone new that they got for some of these uh, streams who is going to be a fourth host. Not on every episode, like an alternating between Jonah and oh, her. It's going good. to be Emily oh, right. Connor. So she's uh, she's another comedian. Um, so I'll uh, I'll post her well, that's thing in there. But she, the yeah, but uh, but the point the thing is that they are having like uh, so her name is Emily Marsh. She's a com- she's another comedian. Um, I love a female. She uh, she so you'll get a kick out of this cam. She voiced Cambot during one of the live tour things that they did, <laughs> and then that's how they apparently got acquainted with her. But she uh, she is going oh, to be oh yeah yeah she was on the um, this year's Turkey Day. Yes, she was. Um. Cool. So yeah, she's gonna be. So they're gonna swap between doing like a Jonah episode and an Emily episode, and they're yes, gonna like switch that, back and that's forth. So good. Cool. Yes. That's the plan for the new season. I'm really excited about that. Like, I didn't know whether or not to be excited about uh the the new the reboot before it came out, and then when when it came out, I'm like, wow, that was better than I could have possibly imagined it would be. And then like even with like minor complaints, like I I just like. I was just happy, you know, like I was just happy to see more of this thing, happy to have more practical effects, puppets, see more crazy, silly movies that I would never have any reason to watch otherwise. And now with references that I understand, although I don't need that. It's fine if I don't understand the references. It means that uh, I will be paying attention, more attention to the other jokes, you know, like I uh, <laughs> just them calling it a, a, a frame broiled, broiled hamburger sandwich in the I accuse my parents episode is now phrasing that will be stuck in my head forever. Uh, and when they bring a tank in to shoot Joel because they won't give him a burger, that they can't even eat. Um, yeah, it's a lovely show. I, I truly love this show so much. It's, it's, it's comfort media for me. It's just like, oh, wow, these funny guys are going to watch a movie with me and, and we'll, we'll all have fun. Yeah. Uh, Cam, so were you happy with our response to Mystery Science Theater oh, yeah. 3000? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I could talk about this for hours, but we won't. We don't have to. And we have. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. more is necessary. Yeah, um, but hey, if you type in the le- the the sequence of letters and numbers MST3K into YouTube. A lot of the episodes are just on there. That's one of the nice things about the rights holders of the Mystery Science Theater people being Mystery Science Theater is that you're not going to go take them down. The people who own the rights to these old movies recognize that they can't sell them outside of Mystery Science Theater. So while they would maybe charge Mystery Science Theater to host them or whatever, if it's just on YouTube, it's not worth taking down. Who's got the copyright for that? It's no like, one wants to watch the uh, Mexican children's film. Santa <laughs> nobody, <Claus>? nobody's, uh, <laughs> nobody's itching to get trying to uh, suck the money out of the Mexican children's film Santa Claus. Yeah, some of these are so old. I don't think anybody is a rights holder. I think yeah, uh, so you know, go shove it up a mummy's ass. Yeah. Go on, go onto YouTube, type in "I accuse my parents" and have a good time. It's, it's, uh, I, it's I, I can't recommend it's it so enough. Available. So we are we are going way way into the future to a very different mood for next week's show, uh, oh. which is of course based Zelda. on a listener suggestion. Uh, we are playing Crypt of the Necro Dancer, a rhythm roguelike sort of thing, maybe. Uh, that but like it's all about like doing regular gameplay actions, but keeping in the beat while you're doing it. So move on the beat, attack on the beat, I'm like so dodge that sort of thing, and. Uh, I don't know if you know this, listeners, but we're not exactly musically inclined. 
So uh, we will see how this goes for us. I am really looking forward to it. School. <laughs> oh my god! The uh, you're the, the moon is closer to us than you are to that moment. <laughs> keep the beat. Ouch. I can't even keep my keys. <laughs> my wallet? My I don't know. Oh my god! Keys <laughs> <in their> wallet. <laughs> oh my okay. God. Uh, yeah. So that's what we're doing next week. We hope you've enjoyed uh, this episode. I am. Uh, I am flushing this movie and we're getting out of here if you uh if you want to send us a uh, real physical letters you can somehow scan them and send them to please don't cast gmail.com and that's please don't cast gmail.com it's late and i gotta be at work in the morning so there will be no me reading spam on this episode so tired and yes the show all right Bye. let's get out of here Bye.